Hello and welcome to Not For Nothing. I'm Kyle Leon Henderson and as if we haven't inundated the listeners with new episodes already with two new episodes today, let's go for a third because this is the first episode we've done since we've been home from the road trip and while we were on the road trip, a lot of stuff happened so I had to bring Ethan Howard Ham on again to give us his take. Hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, of course, you know how I am. I sure do. <laughs> I don't want to like beat a dead horse or anything because Sarah and I did a little bit of a recap on politics that we recorded on December 15th, 16th, 17th, something like that. But as I was going to post it, I realized, oh, there's been an insurrection at the Capitol and our president has been impeached yet again since then. So I thought I need to do another one. But this was the actual episode I had planned for today, just kind of a 2021 so far, how is it for us, and how is 2021 for you so far? So far, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster already, <laughs> not just um, with the whole political climate, but also uh, just random things going on personally. Um, the main thing that, that happened for me was some uh, unemployment business that knock on wood, I guess, worked itself out and I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> well, I mean, because you really are in the boat with millions and millions and millions of Americans, your job cannot open. Right. Because the government says so. Right. And you ha- there's nothing you can do about that. And we've seen what happens when people try to do something about that who can't do anything about that. They lose their license, they go to jail, and your boss... Your bosses have said, we're not opening. So you've had to navigate the unemployment situation for the last year in this country. Yes. And I will say that uh, compared to what it sounds like a lot of people have gone through, uh, my journey with it has been pretty smooth. And because it was taking a while, I was worried, mm-hmm. because this is how I am, that oh, I had God. done, because I was worried <laughs> that I had done something wrong. Um and well, that's been, that's been my reality for 2020 and then the little part of 2021 Part of my reality is you worrying. Yes. A lot. It's put a lot of interesting comeuppances in our lives. And that's been an interesting kind of um, lesson, I guess, is now when a small hiccup did happen, I didn't really worry about it. I was just kind of like, hmm, Mm -hmm. well, here we go. So, you know, if there's a positive to come out of 2020... One of them would be that for me, I guess, is that once you get through 2020, when stuff, when life stuff comes up, it, it seems like no big deal. Well, you, you eventually learn to trust yourself, that you can handle your situations. But we are currently in the middle of a quarantine because we traveled across the country and we have, I think, three days left. Well, no. Now we have more than that. We have like five days left yeah. of our quarantine since we crossed into the California border, we have to stay put for 10 days. Um, I find that to be difficult in no way, shape or form. I'm good at staying at home. I don't mind it. I just realized I sound a little winded because I just went for a run because that's what I've been doing this year. I have been doubling down on my efforts for physical health because I, have realized that I am at my heaviest now. It snuck up on me. Thank you, COVID. Um, 
and I'm not worried about it. Like I'm not like down on myself and ugh, I look disgusting. Ugh, whatever. But I don't feel great. <laughs> you know, I don't feel at my best. Um, so I've started my journey back into yoga and I do that every day now and I'm running every day. It's been a little sporadic since we are drive because you can't run every day when you're on the road every day. I guess I could try to get out by the car and run beside you, but it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, I've gotten back today doing that and it feels good. I'm pretty tired. So you'll sleep well tonight. I hope I'll sleep well tonight. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a, an interesting few 12, what, 12, 13 days of 2021. I hesitate to, uh, to even go into it a little bit. Do you want to speak on anything about the government insurrection and the impeachment? Well, I mean, we can touch on it briefly. I'm sure that you and Sarah, you know, really dove into it and uh, explored it. Yeah, um, I mean, there's not really much to explore. It's pretty cut and dry. Well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Our president told them to go. They went. They caused trouble. And people are getting arrested, and Trump's been impeached. Here's all I'll say. My two biggest beefs with the whole thing are the way Capitol Police handled the insurrectionists, um, especially when compared to the way that Black Lives Matter protesters have been handled in the Mm -hmm. past, uh, in the very recent past. Uh, We watched a special that ABC did on uh, the riots. Yeah, I referenced that a lot in the last episode. And um, they had this moment during it where they played clips of the Capitol break-in and then right after that, they played clips of uh, the police attacking Black Lives Matter protesters. And the juxtaposition was just mm-hmm. disgusting. Like, there was a moment where one of the cops, like, rounded a corner and bashed a journalist in the chest with his shield. At the Black Lives Matter. At the Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Pro- like, why? We've had a lot of discussions about the way you get so fired up about it in, the, in discussions with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you get really heated. I do. I get very angry. And I have to continually remind you, I agree with you. You don't have to yell at me. Well, there's a point that I've made many, many, many times um, Mm -hmm. over the past year or so about how much is free speech protected, especially as it pertains to what people say online. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that you and I have often not quite seen eye to eye on. But you did tell me the other day that you heard somebody else say it on a podcast or something. Mm-hmm. And it was on Pete Buddha Judge's podcast. And because it was brought, you know, because it was said in a very like succinct and calm, even toned way, you saw some validity in it and you kind of agreed with that point. Mm-hmm. And it's the same point that I've been making this whole time. Yeah. But you kind of told me, you know, you get very angry and animated about it. And it's, and it put me doing that puts you in a sort of headspace of immediately having to try to like counteract that. Mm hmm. And that made well, a lot no, of sense it's when you yell. It's when you yell. Like when people yell, it automatically makes you want to fight back. And like you're just you were just yelling because you were animated and angry. But it's hard to defin- differentiate on a energetic soul level mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. So as we've continued to have discussions about the goings on today, I've tried to remember that. But yeah, my main sort of my first issue with everything is how the police handled everything my second issue is with 
all of the Republican members of Congress who still just refuse to treat Joe Biden's win as legitimate and refuse to denounce uh, the violence that happened. And in fact, we heard in the debates this morning a lot of GOP senators just raving and, and comparing looters and Black Lives Matter protests to the people who invaded the Capitol, as if mm-hmm. the two are anywhere close to the same. Well, one is just a protest, which is our First Amendment right. Another one is violence and, and you know, attempted coup, and which I will- is... That one one is protected by our First Amendment right, and t- the second one is actual treason. treason. Yeah. So, but I will say we also heard a lot of them mention you know tweets that allegedly have been made by Democrats Democrat senators in the past saying kind of similar things like we need to get up in the GOP's faces and we need to let them know who we are and we need to fight against them and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I never saw those tweets, so I can't speak Neither to the validity I, of them. I would have been like, that's inappropriate. But, exactly. If that is the case, then that's something that I think needs, you know, there's validity to that, I think. Mm-hmm. That kind of speech does not belong anywhere. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like, at this point, those GOP senators who were still trying their damnedest to stop the uh, impeachment the second time around, uh, their main argument seemed to be, well, you kind of said mean things too, so we'll call it even. Yeah, I mean, and they always go with, Trump's learned his lesson. Well, I don't think anybody said that this time. I don't think so either. If they did, then they whew, they need <laughs> actual help. But that being said, I mean, it's just, I always sort of, I mean, and I do, I guess I do have a better ability to do this than you do. Um, and I'm finding that I have a better ability to do this than many people. I always just like to take a step back in the middle of moments like this. Like, that's how I took on COVID. I was like, I'm going to take a step back and take a look around and see what's going on. And with this too, I'm like, I'm just going to see how this plays out and then decide how I feel about it because this is a big moment. Like all of a sudden, this is a big moment in history. You know, like we were just, we were thought, we thought we were going to be waiting on the last few weeks of Donald Trump's presidency. We did not know there would be an insurrection at the Capitol and there would be another impeachment. Nobody really wanted that. But aside from all that, have you found anything personally about 2021 that has unfolded already that's pro- that's positive or affirming or good? I'll say it's been nice to see uh, retribution for some of these people who <laughs> allied themselves with Trump since day one. It's nice. It's been good to see, you know, just everyday citizens and also actual companies mm-hmm. uh, turn their backs on them pretty much. Yeah. And every time I see them cry about, like, my First Amendment rights and this is silencing us, I'm just like, uh, you, got what you, you got what you asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, on a personal note. Well, to that note, I will say that is one thing that will be different about 2021 than 2020. We won't have to see a tweet from Donald Trump ever again. Yeah. He will not be able to tweet ever again. So that's great. That's kind of, you know, that might be business suicide for Twitter because isn't he the only one who uses Twitter anymore? But Well, on a personal note, um, I mean, the honest truth of it is not a whole lot going on. (laughs) Uh, It's only been a couple of weeks into 2021 so far, and we've spent those weeks just kind of chilling at home with each other, um, which is always lovely. That we have had a lot of discussions about, you know, life and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. 
We have. I feel like you and I have had some, uh, in a way, some of the most productive talks we've ever had. Mm-hmm. There was one night, a couple of nights ago, where you were like, can we just go for a drive? And I was like, yeah. We drove from where we live. Uh, we took city streets, not the freeways, all the way to the coast. Yeah, um, I went down to Olive, which is just down the street from here. Took Olive all the way to Coanga. Took Coanga down to, I guess, Coanga to... Highland got on Santa Monica Boulevard and went all the way down. Actually, we went down on Sunset. Sunset, yeah. Sun, we went the Sunset Strip until we couldn't anymore because eventually it starts, the Sunset Strip eventually starts meandering through mansions behind high walls and it's a very boring drive because <laughs> you can't see anything. Um, so we took down, went down to Santa Monica and then went all the way down to the, to the ocean and then we came all the way back. Yep, and all through that drive, I think we had a very, uh, in some ways pleasant, in some ways difficult, very vulnerable talk. Yeah. Uh, and that felt really nice. And I think that ever since then, I mean, it's only been a couple of days, but I've energetically felt different here. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I have. Because um, that's something that you and I kind of came upon in kind of a rough way, I think, uh, is that we both, because of various things, feel energetic, feel that the energy is off in our home here. Well, I mean, if it's okay with you, I'll speak a little bit of what I said that my dad died in September and I came back here and you and I fell into a place where it was the hardest fights we've ever had. Mm -hmm. And you and I fought in this house and this was the, this was, this apartment was where I had the conversations that led to me losing two of my friendships. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's not just me. And It's, 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 well, and other people's energy here's kind of stuck here too, you know? And I was fired from my job and yeah. this was where I came home to. And it felt so good to get out of here and go to Alabama for the holidays. We drove to Alabama for the holidays and that was that was a journey and a lot of good work was done in Alabama, I think, between us and conversations mm-hmm. and just in me shedding some some negative energy that was just all over me. I had to get out of town and get to a new spot. And I did. When I was at home in Alabama, um, I woke up every morning and did yoga. Um, I didn't really run so much, but I did a lot of reading. And I, you know, I've, I read some memoirs of, I read Barack Obama's memoirs and his political writing. And I've been reading some other books and some poetry. And I did all this. And also, um, I had some pretty hard conversations with my family, like some really, really tough conversations that ended, I think, pretty well. Yeah, so it was it was a lot of good work that was done in Alabama, and then that drive back was so much more pleasant than the drive out because we were still, you and I were still in a rough-ish spot mm-hmm. on the drive out, and it was made no better by the fact that we got stuck in a blizzard, Right. And you got to really love each other to drive through a blizzard. Yeah. Successfully. Uh, but we got through it. Um, Almost symbolically. Uh, yeah. We got through it. <laughs> we did. Um, and then the, on the way back, there was no weather and it was just pleasant. And we stopped at roadside attractions and took photos. We got, I bought some turquoise jewelry at, and took them Kari. I see the way you say it. What? I don't know. You say it in a funny way. What do I say in a funny way? Tukumkari. Tukumkari? Yeah. How, I don't know. I how is it different than what you said? I'm not sure. I Tukumkari? Can't, I, think you'd, I think you really hold out that last awe 
Tukumkari. Tukumkari. I don't know. Tukumkari. Anyway, it doesn't mean the word doesn't mean anything anymore. So, <laughs> so we did all that, and and it was just like I was so excited to get back here because we had a carload full of stuff, most of which I'd never seen. So I was excited to see it. It was you know your um stuff that you'd brought back to frost the house. Yeah, and of course I did what I do, and I bought the the, the thirteen. 13 books? I think that's right. It's either 13 or 16. But they were all on my list. It's not like I went and found something that I didn't know I needed. The thing was, people kept giving me gift cards to Books <laughs> A Million. Just Book- because there is still a Books A Million in your hometown. Books A Million is in my hometown. Um, there's a few of them left here and there. Um, but there's they're not. There's none in Los Angeles. And our whole concept of driving across the country was we don't have to limit ourselves to that 50 pounds. So we packed the car. And so yeah. it was really fun to come back to that and, you know, sort of dig through our stuff and get it organized or whatever. And so I was just expecting that energy, that new found rejuvenated energy that I had found in Alabama to be here too. And it just wasn't, this place was disgusting to me. Like it was like, this was the place where our troubles rippled into a full manifestation. And this is the place that holds so much negativity from 2020 for me. And I hated that, that that's my home. And we have, we had decided on that car ride. We have to set about changing that energy. Mm -hmm. It has to happen. And I think it has started. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's really hot anymore, but it's not positive and no, I mean, it's not bubbling over with conduciveness for me to wake up and be the best me I can be. It's really still, I'm trying, like I'm like having to force myself to go through the motions and stuff, but I forced myself to go through the motions today. Mm-hmm. I, I did my yoga. I did my running. I, um, because I want to do all that to get kind of in a better condition for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not down on myself for the way I look. I actually really like the way I look right now. I don't feel good, though. Well, I would, I don't know. I don't think I've ever really touched on this with you, but I would like to say uh, that I'm proud of you for that because, I mean, I know I can think of a couple of times years ago when you felt really bad about how you looked. Mm -hmm. I hated it. And uh, you are past, according to the scale, you are past now where you were then. Oh, for sure. And you like how you look now. I hated it. Like, I just, I was so hard on myself for, and I'll just say it, I was, I think it was about 170 when I met you, 165, 170, the weight, and I'm at 206 right now, and there's only been one other time in my life that I was over 200 pounds, and that was uh, back in 2018, and right, like, at the end of 2017, early 2018, and then I lost 25 pounds. Um, because I got happy and I was like, I got happy and how you doing? Get happy. You know, (laughs) you hate how people, you know, those people. You're so disgusted with yourself. I'm just like. Mm, I got happy. You know, I mean, it's like people. Nothing tastes as good as being thin feels. Well, no, it's just like people say when you're happy, you are your best self. And sometimes it's just so much more convoluted than that. Yeah. And, you know, because I was happy and then COVID hit and my dad died and I lost two friends and I 
hit a roadblock with my partner and I had difficult conversations with my family. And then everybody I knew and loved back home in Alabama were just sad because people just kept dying this year. And I've, you know, there was, I mean, mom, mom lost count. Mom had, I think she's at 33 of her closest people, including her husband, 33 close friends of hers died in 2020. And it, it was just too much. And I think there's this ripple effect that's just too much. And I ate. I didn't give a shit what I ate. I didn't care. Like, and I don't care. I don't care and I don't regret a single sweet that I put between my lips for 2020. But now I'm at a place where I need to like, all right, now what? Yeah. You're going to just get, keep going till you can't even waddle out your own front door. I've got to get, I got to, you know, you have to shake yourself a little. When you're in these spaces, you have to shake yourself. And I'm shaking. I'm shaking me. Right. Shaking that tree. You're also not a person of extremes. Um, no. And, you know, I'm glad that you didn't take this moment to be like, okay, I'm going no sugar and no carbs and no this and no that, you know, like, but you did what, you did your own realistic version of what that is. Like mm-hmm. the other day, you know, in the interest of our quarantine, I've been doing, <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of uh, online grocery orders mm-hmm. for delivery. And uh, I ordered something and I said, oh, I forgot to get ice cream because there must always be ice cream in this house. And you said, oh, I'm, I'm good without ice cream right now. And I was like, well, that's the okay. crux. That's the crux. Um, and I decided I do. I do need a sweet Right. After my dinner every time. So I'm like, get grapes and apples mm-hmm. and bananas. Like, I'm trying to do that, but I, I do need some sweets in the house. But not right now. I mean, maybe right. I won't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to ha- regret it one bit or feel bad about it one bit. If I'm just like, I need a candy bar and I'm going to go down to the, to the drugstore mm-hmm. and get a candy bar and I'll do it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, because... I love birthday cake. I love ice cream. I love sweets. I'm a sweet tooth. And they say it gets worse as you get older, but you know, that's me. I'm that's what I'm doing. I'm shaking it up this year. And you know, I've got big plans, but haven't we all? Yeah. I mean, I mean, thing. my big plans have been put on hold completely for the last almost full year, mm-hmm. but you can't, if you're going to be healthy about it, you can't beat yourself up about that. And mm-hmm. you can't act uh, victimized by that because it's the same yeah. for everybody else. You're not a, it's not like the world is taking it out on you. Well, and uh, something else I was going to say about the whole, you know, getting in better shape and mm-hmm. doing, making better choices. This is like, I know this is true. They say you have to be like, they'll say, well, the way to lose weight is to put yourself into calorie deficiency, meaning you burn more calories than you eat. And to hear that, I'm just like, I'll just throw myself into traffic, okay? <laughs> I mean, that's so, like, oh, look at my, you know, and then the, the, what is it they say with the gym? I got gains. Ugh, I'll punch you in the face. Like, I don't want to hear it. I've never heard a person actually say that in real life, and if they did, I, I might, have. I would probably just laugh at them. I've got a acquaintance. Oh, well, yeah. I've got an acquaintance. I'll say a friend. He was a former coworker. Eh, whatever. And, yeah, he, he would say that. And I'm just like, oh, gross. And then he's always posting like, I'm so, you know, I'm flexing right now. But he's like posting these 
videos of him like at the gym burning hard and playing inspirational music and I'm like I am I don't care I don't like care. you're not inspiring anyone by doing this maybe it he is though makes me I don't, I don't know maybe he is I don't know you know who he's inspiring other people who are crazy like him yeah like other gains people mm-hmm. and um yeah I'm just like get up off the couch and run do a f- couch to 5K. That's what I'm doing. I used to run 12 miles a day in training for cross country. I did that. That was back when I hated my body. And I saw pictures of my senior year track and field uniform poses. I was like, my God, you got to enjoy the body you got when you got it. Yeah. And this is the body I got. It, you know, I only know, I know what's happening. I'm going to get wrinkles. I'm going to get fatter. Right. You know, things are going to start going south. So I'm going to try to. Keep it as skinny as I can, but I'm still going to eat the damn ice cream. Exactly. (sighs) Let's take a break. Okay, we're back. So, I think we were waiting on you to talk about more positives for yourself, but... As it always happens, I always get on a soapbox and start talking. I did actually uh, have sort of a, a realization, I guess you could call it. I was talking earlier about, you know, my plans, big plans that have mm-hmm. been put on hold because of the coronavirus. Um, and that actually reminded me, uh, I have goals to eventually step out and uh, offer services of my own. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll probably start out. And just for people who don't know, he's an esthetician. He gives facials. Yes. Um, just so you know what the services what that he's services, offering is. Quote, unquote. Uh, no, actual professional licensed services. Um, probably start out doing that mobily, you know, going from pe- uh, back and forth to people's houses. But the dream is to eventually have my own little space to do that in and for people to come to me. Mm-hmm. And I thought I had nailed down what brand I would like to use for my products. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty sure about it, but then I started using a different brand that I actually have easier access to uh, and was actually super impressed with them. So I think I might be changing what brand I use, which is very exciting to me. (laughs) Uh, The point is, I probably wouldn't have done that if it hadn't been for the forced year break I was going to take because Mm -hmm. of the coronavirus. Yeah, that's interesting. I'd love to know more about other people and like revelations that they came to because their life had to take a full stop. Yeah. And I'm really proud of you for, you know, being willing to change and be open-minded about that kind of stuff. I'm just excited to see how it all unfolds for you with that stuff. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I know that we have episoded the, the feed down this week, (laughs) but there's something I want to talk about. And that is, Adult friendships. Ooh, that's a big one. Mm -hmm. It just really came to me um, because Instagram, I'm going to sound like such, (laughs) what is it, a noob? (laughs) A noob? Yeah. Or a boomer? Uh, Probably a boomer. I'm going to sound, but Instagram, you can hashtag and you just never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. (laughs) Because two things. Um... Because I did the proper hashtags, I am now in a group for adult men 
who and I'm I follow this this page on Instagram and I'm in the group on Facebook for adult men who handwrite letters who still have a love for the hand the handwriting process handwriting letter process you know with the stamps and the this and the that and the stationery I love it so I did that but also um, that was interesting to me that you just kind of stumble on that you just can stumble into new passions. I didn't know that I wanted to be in a group of men who handwrite letters and use really fancy stationery and the fancy pens and put a lot of love and care into the letters they write to one another. But I am. Another uh, interesting friendship that has developed over the last few months is this one. And this friend actually left a review for the show. And so I'd like to read it and get your thoughts on it. Please do. I got this notification the other day from my website stuff, you know, the, the, the show. And here's what the review of the show says. It, it was specifically left for episode 46, The Road Trip 2021, the last episode that we did when we were on the road. It says... I absolutely love to hear a familiar voice, especially right now. Forced movements to a totally new place of not my choosing every four years, I find the endeavored cultivation of friendships futile. For me, unwavering trust must foundation friendships. Honestly, having lived all over this floating space ball since our HS graduation, high school graduation, I find most all relationships prove to be only skin deep at best. I have, forg- I have foregone the hopes of actual human-to-human friendships. With this episode, I felt your words in all of my being. I used, I used to want to bring people together. I don't want to do that anymore. She uh, quoted me. And then and I guess that was something I said in the last episode. And then the next quote, she says, I'm just pissed, but I have decided to take my pissed off and use it. I did say that. That's been my my mantra this year. I'm pissed off and I'm going to use it. And she goes on to say, so thank you, Kyle and Ethan, for being my surround sound friends. Thank you for letting me sit in my house, bleach rag in one hand, espresso in the other, not bringing people together, embracing my pissed off attitude, yet using it to propel myself towards my own growth and goals. However, I do have to say, Mr. Kyle Leon Henderson, we may have not had the best of friendships as, as teenagers, more like ships in the night more than anything. I feel that we have both grown into adults that could be very good friends. You know those rare kind with actual deep conversations full of truth and substance? Thank you for the company you give me while I choose to be alone in my own safe little world right now. Blessings and best wishes for this new Sure to be interesting year. So that was, I, it started off as a, um, as a review from somebody I didn't really think I knew. And then I realized it was somebody I went to high school with. Wow. Isn't that neat? That's so cool. She and I, I'll, I'll say her name. Her name's Casey. She and I did graduate together. And it's funny how I got this review. And then independently of that, Casey and I have chatted on, um, on Instagram and we kept liking each other's posts and then we started liking each other's stories and then we started writing privately. And I just want to say that a friendship with Casey has been in the last probably quarter of the year of 2020 and into 2021, like around the same time that all the troubles had hit for me, 
she was kind of there just, you know, coincidentally. And it's been really fun. Casey and I, like she said, we went to high school together. We weren't incredibly close, um, but there was only 55 people in our graduating class. So we uh, or maybe 56. So we all knew each other pretty right. well. Yeah. Um, I do remember like the reason I think a lot of the reason we weren't super close is because I, I spent a lot of time trying my damnedest to fit in. And she was someone who painted flowers on her face in physics class. So <laughs> we probably would have been friends. <laughs> yeah, you would. I mean, she does. She reminds me of Mandy a lot. Really? Actually. Some in some ways. Yeah. But yeah, what do you think of that review? That's really, I mean, it's always great to hear that people out there, especially somewhat unexpected people, mm-hmm. are hearing what we're doing uh, or what you're doing and what I'm along for the ride for, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's affecting them positively. Um, and I definitely identify with what she's saying. Um, I'm a person who, as the years go by, I find it harder for myself to make adult friends mm-hmm. because I find that I don't really want to. <laughs> um, and I'm key, and I pressure you too. Cause I'm like, you've got to make some friends. You've got to do, you've got to still like people. You yeah. can't just be a hermit. My ex- that, that, that's a perfect formula for you to die alone. Well, my experiences have led me to conclude that whether you're an introvert or not, everybody is made better by having friends around them. Mm-hmm. And healthier, I think, by having friends around them. It's just that if you are more introverted, it can be more of a challenge for you to make friends like that because you feel like you don't need to, but you do. I think Casey might be a little bit more like me. She's not so much introverted as like pissed off. Oh yeah. She and sounds just, more like your brand. And I'm just like, I'd rather just be alone than deal with all your bullies. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It also sounds like I was getting the sense from her comment that mm-hmm. her struggle and what frustrates her is that it's not that she doesn't want friends, mm-hmm. but it's, more so that she wants friends who want to be friends with her. And you know? doesn't it sound like from her review, she's looking for something in a friendship that I say for every friendship. Yeah. I'm just like, Oh my God, just a deeper friendship. Yeah. And it just, I mean, it just excites me. The, the notion that I might have a new friend that I've known for years and years and years and years and years. That's pretty cool. Um, because she was, she was fun. Like I remember, uh, like I said, she got, she was so ballsy in high school. Um, and she got into a fight with our physical, I guess it was physical science or might've been physics. I can't remember which class the it was. The teacher? Yeah. The teacher. Um, but he had his own set of problems. He had a gap tooth and he cheated on his wife. <laughs> um, and she made him stand in front of the church and explicitly tell these people what he did. His wife, not Casey. No, no. Yeah. Not Casey. <laughs> She would. She would. No, I don't know if she would. But no, she did. Like, she was just like, got. she got into a fight with him one time because he was like, you got to wipe that stuff off your face. She goes, you can't mess with my self-expression. She goes, Whoa. She did. And I was like, oh. And of course, I'm the teacher's kid, so I've got no guts to say anything like right. that to anybody because they'll be like, oh, Wanda, do you know what your son said? <laughs> but yeah, she was, she was gutsy and she was fascinating. 
And my best friend at the time, Josh, was obsessed with her. Like, obsessed. Really? Yes. Huh. That's how, that's how, that was my association with her, that my best friend was obsessed with her. There's a picture of her, actually, in, my, in that album we put together the other night. Uh, we put together these photos of, from a high school, and I found a picture. I'll go show you yeah. when we get it out. Um, no, she and her husband, her husband's in the military, and they, they have chosen to live in an RV. Mm-hmm. A, I mean, a very nice big RV, yeah. you know, whatever. Like an Instagram RV. Yeah, like their Instagram. Like they could be on like HGTV or RV Live, huh? You know, because they're both gorgeous and their kids are adorable and they live in an RV and people are like, how can you live this way? And like she said, they're military. So they have to pick up and move every four years for, you know, wherever, wherever Uncle Sam says to go, they have to go. Yeah. And... I don't know. It's kind of interesting. You don't have to readjust. And let me tell you, moving from Birmingham to New York City to Los Angeles, if I could just drive my whole house where I'm going next, I hate moving. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. Like, that's the way to do it. I mean, she could never live like me with all these books. I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books, but she's probably got a Kindle. But anyway, that being said, she lives in... Uh, a state nearby. I was about to say where she lives. I'm like, I don't want to even say it. I don't mm-hmm. want to say where she lives, yada, yada. She lives in a state nearby. Um, She could be in LA fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. I hope she will. Yeah. Like, I hope she will because... I'm excited. I'm excited to keep talking. We've been, on, we've been back and forth Instagramming for the last three months. And I, I just want to say that a friendship with her... With truth and substance and, like, real talk. Because, you know, you got to be able to keep up with adulting. Because last year, the friends that I no, we no longer talk to, um, it was a lot of high school. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It was a lot of high school probably on my part. They'll probably say, yeah, because of you. But no. I mean, I'm just like, I don't, that don't sit well with me and I'm not doing it. And now... I might have the potential to have a non-high school friend from high school. Huh? I love it. The, the irony. <laughs> well, no. and also, like, good for her for, like, making that life work because uh, I knew somebody who I went to high school with who tried to do that whole thing with her husband and their child. And uh, the next time I saw her, she was living in her father's house in your hometown. In Coleman? Uh-huh. Mm. And I was like, what happened? And she was like, I don't know, it just didn't work out for us. Yeah, you got to have a real deep resolve to live in an RV, I think. Yeah. That's a, that's some tight quarters. Yeah. Because there are five of them. They got three kids. Yeah, I want to be like, so do you ever tell your children if the if the house is a rockin' don't come a-knockin' or what? Right. Because <laughs> that's some real tight quarters. Go play in the woods, Bobby. <laughs> Go outside somewhere. I could never. And if the do house that. is shaking, don't come back. Like I'm totally that, and I have no shame about this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We came back, like you said, from this trip with our car packed to the gills. There mm-hmm. was literally not space for a piece of paper. Well, in, in the back car. seat, you had a table specifically designated for our record player. Yes, I mean that's like, that's what kind of life we live. Well, and that's the thing now. With the 16 or 13 books that you brought back and the furniture that I brought back and various other tchotchkes. And glasses and decorations. Mm -hmm. The decor. There is literally 
not space for one more object in this apartment. Mm-mm. And so my thought is time to move to a bigger apartment. Yeah, me too. And that's the thing. If if the life goes the way it's, we hope it keeps going, we'll have a house with guest bedrooms. So Casey, if you and the hubby ever want to come and stay in the guest bedroom when we have one, you're welcome to it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just excited to see where a friendship with Casey goes. And I just wanted to share it on the podcast because that's something positive for 2021. And I'll keep everybody posted. And hey, if she's in town, she'll be on the podcast. Hmm. So, or maybe if she's, you know, got some time. I got the, I got the equipment to record remotely. Hello, Sarah Cooper. Well, and I can't let a segment about adult friendships go by without mentioning my ride or die, Miss Mandy. Well, she's been on the, po- on the show. Yes, they friend all know, of the show. They all know Mandy Shannara. Just go right back to episode 27, Life in the Bunker, part four, Mandy Shannara. There you go. She's a friend of the pod. Friend and, of the show, I guess. And she's a brilliant writer. She is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, and I gotta, you know, give her a shout out whenever, whenever the opportunity arises, because uh, as we, you know, we've known each other since we were five, and every year our relationship just gets deeper and stronger, and mm-hmm. we share more with each other. Uh, and it's probably going to keep on going until, until we're old and crotchety. Mm-hmm. Well, until everything you got turns gray. Cause mm-hmm. we all, we, I mean, that's something you realize when you breach 30, you get a little crotchety. Oh yeah. I mean, you, I'm already there. You just don't, well, you'll be 30 in like 10 minutes. <laughs> so you just don't care anymore about the stupid things as much. But that being said... The next episode to come out, we will have a new president. We sure will. And hopefully, you know, things will go back to being boring and mundane and everyday in our yep. political in our political climate. I hope so. I guess that's about it. There's nothing else to talk about except that things are going okay. Like, literally things are, like, the wheels are coming off the wagon and we're all just like, we're good. Right. It's good. We've lived through 2020. Yep. So, yeah, we can handle this. We'll just wake up tomorrow and keep on trucking. That being said, everybody out there, keep your masks on. Keep six feet apart. Stay safe. Stay at home when you can. Be kind to everybody else. And find a, go out and find yourself a brand new friend. Or if not, reconnect with an old one. 